0: Tis yes. yes. the season la la with a burst pleasure. of pleasure, with the with the ryan. of ryan. Ba-la-la. Ba-la-la. With um Welcome to A Christmas Miracle. Now last year we really wanted to do an episode about The Muppet Christmas Carol and say that it was the greatest uh, Christmas movie of all time didn't have time to do it. We couldn't do it. We couldn't do it. And we well we already brought you
1: and you're welcome the <laughs> greatest movie of all time, Muppet Treasure Island. Yeah. But we wanted to bring you the greatest Christmas movie of all time
0: for this year from from the minds behind the greatest movie of all time podcast episode Muppet Treasure Island. Tis the season to, to be, be jolly and joyous. Ba, la la la.
1: With a burst of pleasure, we feel it arrive. dee ba dee doop 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 It's a season when the saints can employ us. bop bop To spread the news about peace and to keep love alive.
0: That's right. We are talking about Muppet Christmas Carol, the greatest Christmas movie of all time. I stand behind that 100%. Zach... Hit me with a Christmas movie you think that other people might think is the best one. And I'll tell you why that's a bah humbug.
1: Oh, a humbug, huh? A bah um, humbug. A bah humbug. That's even more uh, <laughs> that's more extreme. Double bum. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I will have to ask you
0: about uh, Die Hard. Great selection. Uh, Die Hard. Okay. People say, Die Hard, it's Christmas movie, ha ha ha. Like, you know, everybody just thinks, you know... First of all, quit be corny. Yeah, we know what happened at Christmas. Um, it's not a. It's not a Christmas. The movie. thing is, it's it's an action movie. I, I I can even enjoy it as a Christmas movie, but I didn't learn anything from it. I didn't get like like a message of joy. You 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 got this
1: drunk cop. He's like a he's, like running a, through he's like the, a
0: New York Transit cop too, like the most you know notoriously like asshole cops.
1: Yeah, and he <laughs> and he like just is running through the air vents and whatnot, and like it, it it's a movie. It's the same as Love Actually. They are they are movies yes. that happen to take place during Christmas but uh, Die be- Hard's an action movie that takes place during Christmas. Love Actually is a rom-com that takes
0: place during Christmas. They're not I, Christmas movies. I love that you brought up Love Actually. Now, here's uh, here's my bah humbug about Love Actually. You got a movie. You cast Liam Neeson in it. And Jack Black. And there's not a single revenge killing. Not a single one of his kids gets kidnapped. Nobody's taken. Nobody gets taken. Um I mean he's not dark man. So ba humbug. Um ba humbug 100%. All right, Zach, I'm going to hit you with one uh a what's 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 that one with uh the, uh oh, my friend my friend uh, my friend Harry uh it's it's a wonderful life.
1: Oh, 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 when Jimmy he, Stewart like thre- this is one of the darkest movies and it's actually a take on Christmas carol because um uh, dude like goes to Jump off of a bridge and then uh, Angel saves him and walks in. He basically has the same experience as Scrooge. So I would say
0: Ba Humbug.
1: Yeah, Ba Humbug. A Wonderful that. Life
0: literally just ripped off uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Well, well
1: <laughs> it ripped off Christmas Carol, but let's, uh, we can dive deeper into that. But let's finish addressing some movies because there are other Christmas movies like Home Alone. Okay, Bah Humbug. Bah
0: Humbug. And then, I'll, I'll tell you why. Okay, look, I know you like it, but, I mean, look, it's one of the, it's less rewatchable. In fact, it's, I don't feel like I ever need to watch it
1: again. I, I agree with that, because, like, it's, it just, uh... I would he, say... <laughs> he's just a little asshole that didn't get his way, and he... Literally, one of the lines in that movie is, "I made my family disappear," and he was like happy about it. Yeah, and it's like that's the least Christmas. Like that does not tell me the spirit of Christmas. And what I get out of Muppet Christmas Carol is that it's a re it's a redemption story.
0: Yes, it's a redemption song. Just like, just like Bob Marley wanted it to be. Yeah, redemption song. These songs of freedom and humbug <laughs> I, I don't know if that song is appropriate for Christmas, but you know, it's appropriate all the time. Uh, Redemption songs appropriate for any occasion, any moment, uh, any day. It's but just being a good person. So is uh, uh, those th- Three Little Birds. But let me let bah humb- <laughs> Home alone. Let's call well, Let me cut
1: you off right there. Let's, yes, let's, sir. Let's define humbug. Humbug means bullshit. I I believe that
0: is a hundred percent true. Yeah, well, but are you looking it up? Yeah. Okay. The, while you look it up, can I can I buy humbug on Home Alone just one more time? Do it one more time. Okay. I'm gonna buy humbug it on one more time uh, by saying the best thing that happens in Home Alone is that they make a second movie and they created the Talk Boy, which was a really cool toy. But the best line in the movie is when uh, what was his name? Home Alone boy. When home, when Home Alone boy. Uh, goes up to Don, to Donald Trump, and he goes, "Hey, do you know where I can take a shit in this hotel?" And Donald Trump goes, "Of, of course, he knows where you can take a shit." And he's like, "Oh yeah, we can take a shit right over there." And, and that's basically the the best thing that happens in the entire movie franchise. Oh, that I want to uh, get away from Donald Trump
1: because me too. I don't I don't like. He does not make me feel Christmassy. He at doesn't. All. I don't feel warm and fuzzy when Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of him, which I think Christmas is all about. You know, good tidings. It's literally in most of the songs, glad tidings for Christmas, good cheer, but and good cheer and good good feelings. So what's a humbug, bro? So it is essentially in our state. It's bullshit. Uh, It's the definitions is written deceptive or false talk or behavior.
0: Hmm. so so bullshit so it's bullshit okay i am uh reluctant to bring up any more christmas movies because i feel like we have just humbugged on some of the most beloved films of all time and if anyone is still listening and then we want them to keep on we maybe should like watch out before we like touch well, on anything that maybe will ferrell has done or that dr seuss wrote well i mean okay <laughs>
1: if we're gonna talk about uh those then you know what those are both Elf and The Grinch, How The Grinch Stole Christmas are actually really heartwarming films because they're the same kind of aspect of Scrooge becoming a real person. The Grinch his heart grows three sizes. Holy
0: shit, The Grinch is a Scrooge.
1: Yeah, and yeah. and well Elf is all about love and everything, but he has to convince his father of uh, Sonny from Godfather. Yeah. And uh, so he has to convince him to be not such a dick. Michael Kahn, right? Michael. J- James Kahn. James Kahn. Con- yeah, yeah. Elf is James Kahn, and then it's super close to where we were talking about to go
0: full circle. I've been told Michael that I l- I've I been told that I look like a young James Kahn, where I was like, cool, because he actually looked pretty good when he was young. But then I looked at old James Kahn, and I'm like, mm, I'm not sure that's really where I want to head. But hey, man, time marches on. Well, you're beautiful either way, so. And that's what brings us to the plot, of the because time marches on. Get it? Yeah. Okay, all right. So look, we we <laughs> yeah. uh yeah, because uh, <laughs> there's a ghost of present, a ghost of past, and a ghost of uh, the, past, present, the, future. Get yeah. It? Wow. All three of them. Yeah. In one movie. Um, look, we could sit here all day and just tell you that we think Muppet Christmas Carol is the best Christmas movie of all time, but. With every movie review, we always uh, we score it on like a scale of 1 to 5 with a few different categories. And with this one, we're doing plot, acting, and, of course, X-Factor.
1: just the season to be jolly and joyous. With a burst of pleasure, we feel it arrive. <laughs> Let's start with plot. Um, well, so the most important part about the plot... Is it's all about the setup. Like, the movie starts with a very dark, ominous feeling of the... Ebenezer Scrooge being the darkest person
0: in the neighborhood. Like He's cold, he like when he walks around the neighborhood, like the everyone cold gets, wind yeah. told it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cold <laughs> wind blows it, chills you, chills yeah. you to the bone, chills you to the bone. Yeah. And
1: like so, and oh, I want to touch on this, like the musical score is fantastic. Like um, you, you cannot get away from how good the the music is. And we also, well, what we like to do on every one of these podcasts is we like to learn. And we like to... I love to learn. We love to learn. We want to put our thinking caps on. And the, the first move is Gonzo is depicting uh, Charles Dickens. And Rizzo the Rat is like, hey, he's a 19th century novelist. And <laughs> Gonzo says, thank you. Uh, but he's playing that role. But yeah, it, so we we already
0: learned something right there. We did learn something that w- that Charles Dickens wasn't like an old writer, and like if you were a kid, you might not know that.
1: Yeah, well, and especially in our day and age, like it it, it really opens up. This movie, by the way, was was filmed in 1992, so it's it's really
0: gar- like towards our generation yeah, the millennials. But I will say this uh so just before we go too much further, there's two things we have to get out of the way. One, uh we're both going to have to share our favorite jokes from the movie because it's going to we're going to start doing that in the middle of the plot later, so we'll just, just knock that out. Do that, and yeah. then also, I just want to say like you said it was made in 1992, which means the uh the special effects are kind of like a little bit, uh, dated, but this movie is so trippy, like, especially with, like, all of the the spirits of the, you know, that visit Scrooge, it's like, it almost, like, the fact that it's, like, not modern quality effects makes it actually a little more frightening, I think. Our favorite jokes from the movie, because it is a comedy slash drama slash musical, my favorite joke from the film is when Rizzo the Rat and Gonzo are riding in a carriage, and Rizzo is eating a baguette. And he goes, Hey, would you like some bread? And Gonzo goes, Bread? Not while I'm working.
1: <laughs> yeah, like,
0: wait, wait. Like, one of my favorite jokes
1: right off the rip was when they're introducing Scrooge coming down the alleyway. And Gonzo, this is another educational point. See, so we learned something about economics at this point where. They're selling apples, right? They have uh, Gala apples. They have McIntosh. They have. They have, They actually tell you different kinds of apples that they have. And then Gonzo's like, "Hey, Rizzo, quit eating the apples." And he's like, "What? I'm providing scarcity, or creating <laughs> yeah. creating scarcity." Yeah. And it's like that's an economic factor. So that's another educational point.
0: Yeah. So we've
1: already learned what humbug meant.
0: You know what? One thing I learned that I feel like is like a little bit like like a uh, a warm Christmas feeling. Is When I watch Rizzo and Gonzo interact, it, their interactions, I feel like, really do reflect ours in many ways. I, I feel like you be
1: Gonzo and I'm Rizzo. I, yeah, I want to be Gonzo. You be Rizzo. You totally are Gonzo. And one of my favorite points... Okay, another random moment in the movie is uh, when Rizzo and Gonzo climb up the gate to jump over the fence. And then <laughs> yeah. Rizzo j- jumps and he says... There are only only two things I hate in life. One is heights, and the other one is jumping from them. (laughs) And then he jumps down, and Gonzo does not catch him. And then he runs under the gate, grabs his jelly beans that he forgot on the other side of the gate, runs back through, and Gonzo is just like, you could have fit through those bars the whole time? And Rizzo's like, yeah. And then he kisses him on the nose.
0: He's just (laughs) like, yeah. That does seem like a behavior that you would uh, exhibit. And I I also, yeah, I exhibit the whole, like, you know, um, not entirely uh, in touch with the reality that I, you know, should be in. So, all right, here we go with plot. Ebenezer Scrooge, one mean dickhead. He goes to work, he's got a bunch of rats doing all his books. Marley and Marley. I have Marley. Woo! Doug and Zack. Ooh. Ooh. All right, dude, we're off track. All right, we meet Bob Cratchit. It's Crumbert the Frog. He's a good guy. Man, he's the best guy. He's a nice guy. He's the nicest of the nice. So anyways, Scrooge is at work. He acts like a dickhead. He treats his nephew like shit, who's like his only living relative. That's the only, only one of the only other humans in the movie. Uh, he leaves. He goes home. He's immediately frightened by his door knocker that turns into uh, one of the hecklers from the balcony. Uh, but is also, in this film, his old partner Marley, uh, which you would bring up. So there's there's two, they changed the, uh, the dynamic for the purpose of the movie. They made it Marley and
1: Marley, which are the two classic um, hecklers in the, in the balcony.
0: We're Marley and Marley.
1: I can't remember their names right now, but they uh, have turned, but in the classic story, it is just one person is Marley.
0: And bringing it back to so Scrooge gets home. (coughs) This guy, this guy is rich as fuck, and he wears like a little like nightgown and a little little nightcap and tattered
1: ass hat. Yeah,
0: and he sits down to eat uh, his dinner, which is a like looks like probably maybe one of the like like just most
1: looks like stale bread. Yeah,
0: stale ass baguette with a stale ass hunk of cheese, and I was like, and that's what I said. I was like. What the fuck is the point of being rich? I think the, they they really are trying to make that the point like well like, it's just like how it, how much it's, it's like an
1: exercise in futility like how how successful are you if you're that lonely and sad like yeah you have all the money in the world but you are miserable so like what the fuck's the point? And I uh, some of the best times I've had is when I've been broken homeless on the streets and um, like I wasn't—I was homeless intentionally because I didn't—I was twenty-something years old and yeah. just—it was fun, just having fun. But like this guy has all the money in the world, uh, never having fun, and he's just miserable. Not even—he's yelling
0: at everybody all the time. Not even eating like a good piece of bread. You know, actually, take note, uh, Jeff Bezos and <laughs> Elon Musk and all you, also all you billionaires that hide in the shadows. All I got my eye on you. you. Fucking bastards!
1: What might I put you down for? Nothing. You wish to remain anonymous? I wish to be left alone. I do not make merry myself for Christmas.
0: So <laughs> Marley and Marley show up, and they sing, of course. Marley, Marley and Marley, woo! and they tell Scrooge about how they are, uh, you well, know, how he's going to
1: end up like them. Yeah,
0: well, they're like they're covered in uh, irons and chains. chains yeah. They live in hell where they're tortured. It's very fucking ominous. And he's like, "Oh no, you know, I ate a bad piece of beef. That was a that wasn't real." And yeah. then the spirit of Christmas Past shows up, which is also the a very bell ha- tolls one, <laughs> an extraordinarily haunting character because it's a child that's been alive for one thousand nine hundred years, who drags him back to his schoolyard days as a schoolboy, where he witnesses himself growing up, and where Arrow the Eagle uh, teaches him all about business. Damn. And then when he falls in love, and Zach, go ahead, air your grievance.
1: Okay, so Ebenezer Scrooge gets thrown back in time by this child ghost who uh, shows him his past, and he grows up, and Sam the Eagle is all about his mentor, and then he goes to oh, Fuzzy Wig's Rubber, chick, <laughs> rubber Chicken Factory is his first job. No, Fozzie. Fozzie Fo- Wigs. Fozzie Wigs. Fozzy wigs uh, <laughs> rubber Chicken Factory, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. Um, but he met, he meets uh, Belle. And then so Disney Plus decided to cut out the most like significant song of
0: this movie. And it's like, When love is gone, when love is gone. Oh, can I, can I add a little caveat to what you've just said? Yeah. So you're the one that brought that to my attention, that that song was cut by disney Yeah. But do you know that the final song in the movie is, When Love is Found? Found. So yeah. yeah, so there's a reprise. So they literally actually cut out like... They, it's the, a there's a lot, so lot of the, context. Yeah, there's a lot of context gets lost. So bah humbug, Disney+. Bah bus. humbug I, on I, that. I, I bah humbug on you, I bah humbug on you.
1: Well, and the, the weirdest thing about it, too, is this movie was originally um, done by, uh, produ- produced by Disney. Or, sorry, this movie was originally produced by Disney. So, the fact that they cut that song out is just kind of si- silly. But, you know what? I looked it up, Doug. And the reason why they cut it out is because it was too mature and sad for children.
0: Uh, <laughs> Dude, this movie has a Muppet with... Who like is like a horrifying like reimagining of the Grim Reaper? You know how like you do like, hey J- Chat GPT, make a Grim Reaper, but like mix it with something grosser and weirder. Okay, and, well that's, that's <laughs> coming because oh we, yeah, you know we gotta we gotta we get, gotta, we gotta get yeah, through we gotta, So the Ghost of Christmas Present brings Ebenezer Scrooge to uh, Bob Cratchit's house, yeah. where he says, "What a meager feast!" And then he looks at Tiny Tim, who goes. <laughs> bless us all and he goes what a remarkable child please p- spirit tell me he's going to live and the, of course the spirit's like i don't know because i don't only really live in the prison i don't fucking know but i yeah. totally see a chair with a crutch and a little hat and a no cr- little, no crutch little, with
1: that ob- uh, yeah. owner yeah but also that's the
0: tis the season to be jolly and joyous, joyous. da. With a burst
1: of pleasure, we feel it arrive. So, like, this little dude that is crippled and, like, needs a crutch, and he just is the happiest guy. And um, what did we touch on uh, about, uh, oh, like, to the, to the founder of the feast, like, yeah. Kermit is such a humble dude. Well, like, Bob Cratchit, Kermit's Bob, character, Bob is Cratchit. such a humble dude that that yeah. is, like, to the founder of the feast, And, uh, oh yeah, I do want to touch on how it's funny that the boys are frogs and the girls are pigs (laughs) in the family, but, uh, it's also just really funny that the, the present, the kid is just like the happiest person. And then Miss Piggy or Miss Cratchit, I guess, in this case is just like, hope he has a merry jolly day. No doubt. And then the girls (laughs) are like, no doubt. She goes,
0: Mr. Scrooge is a piece of shit and he dresses badly. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. I love uh, how she attacks his attire. Yeah, well he does dress pretty poorly. Yeah. yeah later on in the film, cool. uh, Benson cheap-ish. and Beaker, spoiler alert, Benson and Beaker give him a red scarf to like add a little flair to his attire. So anyway, uh, moving uh, into more of the present, he goes to his nephew's house where they're playing an awesome game called Yes and No. And everyone's trying to guess Yes and No. What is the thing he's trying to talk about? And he's like, Oh, it's like it's it's like, it's like an unwanted thing. It's not a cockroach. It's not herpes. <laughs> you don't want it. It sucks, but it does exist. It's not welcome. It's not welcome. And then the wife goes, it's not a cockroach. It's not herpes. It's Ebenezer Scrooge. And then everyone's like, ah! And they just laugh hilariously. Oh, it's a you know, jolly, 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 jolly moment. Sadly, the ghost of Christmas present ages very quickly. He's only alive for one day, and he has had 1,900 brothers who've all lived for one day and he disappears and the most terrifying muppet ever built or i don't know what you how do you call it Ever Designed created, created. Uh, he, shows, he up.
1: shows up it's death but it's like the grim reaper on crack it's like the grim reaper
0: but he like does more than that yeah and yeah. he shows uh he shows them the future of uh Kermit the frog walking home like cuz this is so dark cuz Kermit the frog and miss piggy have a terminally ill child in this film it's kind of a departure from a lot of uh, muppet stuff and anyway then he shows um, uh ebenezer scrooge his own grave ebenezer scrooge grabs him by the robe and says please spirit please don't let this be true cries 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 wakes up in his own bed reborn a new man suddenly this guy is fucking awesome he goes. He goes out the window. He goes. Hey, you there, little rabbit. He actually was a dickhead to this rabbit early in the movie. He goes. Yeah, hey, little rabbit. Here's five shillings. You go buy the biggest goose in the fucking goose store. I'm taking it to Bob <laughs> Cratchit's house. He goes outside. He's like. They start singing a song. You know, it's like. Uh, he's just like. Uh, you know. What's that? What's the song? We. Uh, ba-la-la-la. Ba-la-la-la. No, no. This is the other song. This is the one like. Uh, with a. With a prayer. With a grateful prayer and a joyful heart. Yes, and every night will end
1: and every day will start with a grateful prayer and a thankful heart.
0: Oh, and yeah. everyone will be my niece and nephews. I don't know, it goes. Yeah, no, it's quite thankful little, heart. Yeah. So Thankful Heart goes to Bob Cratchit's house, hooks him up with the turkey, throws the biggest fucking party, uh, and they say everybody's a screw or you know, uh, Gonzo, as narrator an omniscient godlike character in this, yeah. <laughs> says, uh, "And Scrooge was true to his word, and fucking uh, so." Well, he that's basically the plot.
1: it's the okay. So the whole point uh, I think that we're trying to get to is that this movie is the true example of what it means to have a christmas experience like we need to learn to be thankful and be joyful and be together in a nice positive way
0: and you know not be a dick i could not have put it better myself uh all right let's jump to acting this is gonna be like a short and easy one because michael kane one of the best performances actually no i rephrase that this is the best performance by michael kane i believe i've ever seen Michael Caine is quoted as telling uh, Brian Henson, the director of this film, uh, when I'm on set, I will be acting as though I am in the British Royal Theater working with Shakespearean actors and I will not acknowledge that I'm around puppets. Well, and I think he did a really good job of that because I feel like he brought out his
1: performance, brought out the, and distracted you from the fact that you're watching puppets. Like, I felt like those characters were real. Like, even though I know that they're Muppets in the back of my mind, but while I'm watching it, it gives me that heartwarming feeling that these characters are alive. Yeah. Yeah. And they really, really speak to me. And that's why I've been watching this movie every year. It's a... Christmas tradition that, like, I love these characters. And gives me a warm, fuzzy feeling.
0: Yeah. I would say also, all right, Kermit brings a great performance. Uh, Gonzo and Rizzo, as always, if I had to say one uh, Muppet that I didn't... I thought I thought Miss Piggy actually did not really fully... Like, she, like, in, in Muppet Treasure Island, she's on fire. Yeah. And this one, she's, like, a little bit... Um, I don't know, maybe I don't know if the word dower is the word, but I feel like well, she's, that's her. That's her role, though. Yeah, I guess it, I just, it didn't. It didn't feel quite as Miss Piggy to me, but of course, uh, Miss Piggy doesn't generally have a terminally ill child in a lot of the films she's in. Uh, <laughs> and also, uh, the guy that plays the human that's in it, he uh, he was in Underworld: Rise of the Lichens. You should. Oh, uh, no, really? Yeah, dude, I looked him up. I was like, who was this guy? I look, I didn't recognize him. Which one? He uh, he's the. He's the uh, one that keeps the uh, the records of all the vampires and, like, the main vampire got mad Wait, at no, him. which character is he in Muppet? He's the nephew. Oh, he's the nephew? Oh, wow. He gives okay. him, he's like, oh, come on, quit saying bun humbug, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> all right, X-Factor. Let's rock it out. Go ahead.
1: Okay, well, I mean, the X-Factor is legit. Like, this movie is going to make you feel things. Like, if you haven't seen it before, then you're missing out. And just overall... Like if I I'm not a big Christmas guy, or right? I didn't used to be, but this is one family favorite that I always share with my 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 family to be redundant. Um, but it just really makes me feel good about life, and like it's not it's not faith based. It's which uh, I know some people, myself included, are. Uh, hesitant towards, but yeah, it no, just, dude,
0: you could be like Wiccan and watch this, and like yeah. it's totally fine.
1: And it's, uh, yeah, and to get to it is like paganism is a big part of this, like s- substance. Anyway, the um, it doesn't make it doesn't judge you, like, but you watch this movie, and this is why it's the best movie, best Christmas movie of all time. It is actually based off of the whole point of being. Nice and kind at this time of year when it, like it's cold and shitty, and let's you know be kind to each other and like move forward and
0: get through the shitty winter. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say okay, coming coming in on X Factor. This film uh, applies to my personal values basically in every single way. I think that all of the uh, mean, old rich dickheads should be visited by ghosts. Those ghosts should terrify them, teach them, make them better people. Um, that's like one of the main things like, X-Factor for me is I think that the, what happens in this movie should happen all the time in real life. I think, I think Donald Trump and Jeff Bezos <laughs> need to
1: watch this movie on a daily basis and kind of get their shit together because with a thankful fart...
0: <laughs> <laughs> with a thankful fart. <laughs> with a thankful heart. With a... Grateful prayer and a thankful heart. Yeah, not a thankful for it. All right, let's score this. Plot, man, on a score from one to five stars, where would you put the plot?
1: I mean, the plot, you can't go wrong with the 19th century novelist Charles Dickens without giving it a
0: five star. I want to uh, just use the word Dickensian just because it makes me sound smart. Oh. I would say this Dickensian uh, film gets five stars. All right, uh, that you know what that made you sound really smart, and I'm impressed. You you could say it too. Say, say D- you like you D- like it, say we, you like it because it's Dickensian. I like it because
1: it's Dickensian. Yeah, dude. Now they both think we're they all they all now, think now we <laughs> both sound smart. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. All right, <laughs> acting. I mean, Michael Caine. We already addressed was like the fucking tits. He
0: brought it. You said, that? oh, that's that's weird. You would say that phrase. I always found that one to be. I don't like that one. Right. Well, you know who says that? Sean Penn. Oh, he goes. That, that's the tets. He's like, like well, the war. in Ukraine is old twenties. That's the old twenties phrase. I didn't know that. It's from the twenties. Yeah. Oh well, I do like the bootlegger era. I feel yeah, like I feel like dude. I'm I feel like you sorry. and I would have been fucking kings in that era, dude. Oh, dude, hard. All right. Well, anyway, uh, acting five stars for me. Five, one hundred. All right, X Factor. All right, X Factor is definitely still five. Uh, X Factor is five stars. I will say this though, out of the X Men comic books, the one uh, a lot of the shootoffs, X Men uh, is a five star comic book. Excalibur uh, is an X is a five star comic book. X Factor actually for me is like maybe a four.
1: Really?
0: No, yeah, the one with Cable. A lot of people won't get that reference, but who fucking cares?
1: Well, I think. Um... I think with all the things that come along with this movie and the X Factor of just the creepiness and the hard, hard, hard lesson of being a good person is the five-star X Factor
0: for me. All right, well, uh, you guys, you heard it here first. It's the uh, it's the best Christmas movie of all time. I think we proved that beyond a shadow of a doubt. Um, so all I have to say to you is... Um, Goodbye with a grateful prayer and a thankful heart. Mm-hmm. Good. With an open Goodbye smile with open it. doors. <laughs>
1: I you welcome what is mine and is yours with a glass raised to
0: toast your health. Glass raised to toast your health. And a promise to share the wealth. And a promise to share the wealth. I will sell a friendly course, file a friendly chart of a sea of love and a thankful, thankful heart. heart. And there ain't nothing I love more than a call and response song. So X Factor times two. Boom. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas.